Welcome to Absolute Comics! Wait, hold on. It's not... What, what is that? Oh, oh, it, oh. <laughs> it's not the weekly poll! It's Absolute Comics with Benny and Sal. And sometimes Dan... He's in the background. Like, if you watch classic 69 Batman, Dan just drove by his Batgirl on the bike. <laughs> oh, nice. That's how you know it's going to be an epic episode. Yeah, because Dan's here, right? Yeah. Ooh! <laughs> Hey, this is the show where I, the owner of Comic Storian, and Sal, the owner of Comic Pop, sit down on a weekly basis right here at the Comic Storian Podcast Network, twitch.tv slash comic storian, and discuss the latest comic book-related news. And we discuss what we've been reading normally, yeah. but I haven't read shit in two weeks because I've been on vacation. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, let me tell you something you got to read if you haven't already started. Okay. It, ju- it just finished Daniel Warren Johnson's Beta Ray Bill. Oh, I was been debating that since issue one. You got I'm hearing it amazing things, and every time I download it, I'm like, "It's Beta Ray Bill." Like, who, it, it is it, Beta Ray am Bill. Am I a part of some giant prank? Right? <laughs> no, it's just it's just that he's dope looking, and D Dubs make it makes it look even more dope looking. Trust me, by issue three, you're gonna be like, "What? Oh, Bill! I hope you get laid." <laughs> okay all right if you if you're telling me i'm gonna be cheering for bill to get laid you'll I'm be you'll be this. like yeah uh, you'll it, really you you and scourge are gonna be bumping bumping elbows <laughs> okay you're gonna uh, love scourge i can't th- yeah I, I haven't read anything else outside of immortal hulk i caught up on immortal hulk for the channel that's all i did great read. but like yeah. that's so old at this point i guess all i can say is like what is even happening man i'm on issue 48 now and my, I don't know. I love what he's doing, the body horror, the goopiness, the souls coming <laughs> back. Because mm-hmm. I'm a horror fan. But on the other side, I'm like, I feel like we're just looping the story at this point. Because like up, I remember 1 through 13 was the Hulk goes to hell, defeats the bad guy, comes back. And then since then, it's been Hulk got political, defeated the political enemy. Oh, no, the hell guy is still around. Now it's the leader. Now it's just go to hell again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a book that did that. Uh Oh, it was Shadow Man. That's so funny. I was just thinking about this, where it's like that the Valiant book Shadow Man is like every issue was a new like demon of the week. Yeah. And then issue four was the big bad guy going, we can't keep doing this. Like how many issues are you going to get out of this? And I was like, that's genius. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Al Ewing's like, uh, about 50. Yeah. Well, I, I hope he concludes it well. I mean, it's, I'm it's, sure he will. He, it's he funny. It's like giving our chance. Like, keep reading. I've read. I'm up to 48. There's yeah. no more issues right now. Right. It, it, yeah. He's as far as you are. <laughs> I'm all the way caught up, and I'm yeah. loving it. I am. Right. But other than the weird political moment in the middle, where Al Ewing had like Hulk be like, "We're gonna win by social media and tank their stocks," I was like, "What are we doing? What is this?" Right. Oh, okay. Well, of all the heroes cleanser, to do this with, you chose Hulk. <laughs> it's like that's what like, I'm writing I, right like, now. I, I remember when he did that with against the rocks on and it was like yeah. this isn't a terrible idea i like the idea that you're gonna beat rocks on by tanking their stock because that's how yeah. you beat rocks on you can't beat them normally right but every time i was reading it i'm like but it's the hulk right <laughs> yeah. well, but, but, with the hulk you can literally do anything Flash Bill saying it in their chat hulk smash wall street <laughs> <laughs> nice um, but yeah, that's all I've been reading is just catching up on it. I'm still digging yeah. it. Um, I, the Red There's Hulk. So I don't know if you're aware of this, but Red Hulk is back. Oh, really? Like at Ross? No, it's the oh. new Joe Fix It for him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Ro- oh. no, Ross is dead? Ross is dead. Yeah, but everyone's dead. Who cares? <laughs> that's true. We're literally in a story where they go to hell and come back. Yeah. 
can't Hulks go to hell and come back? Like, isn't that a thing? <laughs> Why yeah. hasn't Ross come back now that I think right? about it? It's like, like they're doing it on purpose now. You know, like even She-Hulk's like, yeah, I've come back to life. She's oh, she's with them now. Finally. I know. Yeah. Like, like, she's like, I'm going with them. Bye, Avengers. And he's just kind of Good. Like, Where's Ross? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think. I'm going to tweet that. Where's yeah. Ross? Did I Where's miss Ross? Something? They're going to be like, he's Chad dead. Chad is telling me that like, he's I dead. I know. No, I know yeah. Betty's not dead. Betty's yeah, hardy no. right now. No, we we're not. We're talking about General Thunderbolt Ross. Yes. We know who we're talking about. He's and yes, he's dead. Who cares? Like for real? They had his funeral in the comic. Yeah, he's the only one that doesn't come back yet. We're not talking Betty. We're not talking Betty Ross. We're talking Thunderbolt Ross. The Red Let's Hulk. Move on. We can't talk about Hulks anymore. See, this is the problem with Hulk. <laughs> Hulk derails. Hulk doesn't smash just everything. He smashes conversations and <laughs> topics. And- Momentum. Okay. All right, move on from that one. All right, let's go to the rest of our topics then. Yeah. Oh, okay, he came back in Captain America, apparently. So he is. Back. There you have it. Okay. But they're just not going to reference that he used the green door, I guess. Who cares? <laughs> I do, because I'm reading Immortal Hulk. The green well, door is yeah. like the whole thing. And that's actually weird that he, like, well, whatever, moving on. Uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> that's a. <laughs> Matt Damon. All right, so Sunday Times <laughs> published an interview with Matt Damon on in which the subject of lead men are over and the character is more important than the actor. Using Iron Man as an example, stating that Iron Man can be played by almost anyone with wit. The character is more important to the audiences than the actor. This caused a lot of Iron Man fan base to be in an uproar, stating that Robert Downey Jr. is what made the character so great in the big screen, and yeah. it's not just anybody could have played the role to make it work. I'm on yeah. both sides of the fence with this argument. Mm. I think that it's ironic that Matt Damon would say that. Do you? Because, you know, because uh, Jason Bourne is not iconic in any way, and he's never played any character like that. Well, yeah, but he's been replaced already. Right. But uh, like, So here's where here's my stance on this. I think they're right. I don't think anybody could have been Iron Man. But I no. do think almost anybody could have been half of the MCU roster. And the reason is, you. I feel like we are at a point where it is characters. They're wearing suits. They're wearing masks. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But... Certain actors can surpass that to where you identify them, not the character. But I do think it takes an extra amount of ability to act. I'd say like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. He has surpassed being Iron Man. Yeah. I'd say Chris Evans has surpassed Captain America. You're not going to see anyone else in that role. Well, I think that's the thing is that like you could not recast Steve Rogers. You couldn't. But... You can recast Batman every two or three movies. Yeah, Batman is a very different animal than leading men in movies. I think that Batman is one of those things where actually Batman embodies the leading man persona. Like, actually, he is the antithesis to Matt Damon's argument because, like, it doesn't matter who plays Batman, but not everyone will go see a Batman movie. You know, like, I don't know. I I think that, by and large, Christian Bale not included, uh leading men play Batman. Yeah. I, I mean, like, li- listen, Christian Bale's a leading man, and he's a good actor, but, like, he's not George Clooney leading man. No, like, no, he's not. He's not old Hollywood And that's what I'm man. saying. Certain actors can surpass and become their role. Yeah. And the MCU's doing a great job with certain ones who show up in every movie. I mean, Star-Lord, I think that that was this, I mean, like, Benedict Cumberbatch as, as Doctor Strange is one of those kind of, like, Stunt I feel like casting. I feel like that. I I feel like stuck. I feel like a lot of people could have been Doctor Strange and it would have been fine. Yeah, I think so I too. And I I think that honestly, maybe Doctor Strange might have been benefited from having a nobody play play Doctor Strange. Maybe. But I like Benny. Uh, I, I like Cumby's version of Doctor Strange. I think he's doing a great job. Um, but uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord, like it needs to be Chris Pratt. Otherwise, 
you only have the character on the page who is engaging and I love him, but he would be like, he'd be played totally differently yeah. by anybody else. I, what I love about this argument though, is it's also personal preference. Yeah. Because like a great example of that is Spider-Man. He has been swapped out three yeah. significant times. Yep. But a lot of people go, no, no, Andrew Garfield is my Spider-Man. Right. So, right. And like, I, in my opinion, I feel like almost anybody could be Spider-Man and it's been yeah. proven by Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. If you just have the right personality, you could be Spider-Man. But I think that that, that adds to the character. The character is supposed to be an everyman. Yes, exactly. Spider-Man is another one of those things. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't mean that certain people won't go, no, it's Tom Holland or nobody. Right. Or Tobey Maguire or it's, nobody. It's, most people would say it's Toby or nobody because... <laughs> That's, I, I, I named them all on purpose, Sal. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I feel like I, I feel like Matt Damon is not the person to make that stance. But also, I feel like the leading man. There will always be a leading man. Yeah. There will always be an actor or actors who are the it actor that Hollywood points at and says, "You are the big deal." Like, there is a reason why they picked Scarlett Johansson to be Black Widow. And it's because she was the number one highest grossing female actor in oh, yeah. Hollywood. Like, we'll talk more about her in a minute because... Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> right? I mean, like, and before that, I know that Emily Blunt was cast and stuff like that, but, like, she was another, like, big actor that they picked, you know? Like, it's it's one of those things where, like, Rachel McAdams played the girlfriend they wrote out of Doctor Strange. You know, like, yeah. it couldn't just be anybody. It had to be the actor. Like, it had to be the big deal. It's, you know, it's not enough that, uh, you know, some we get some really cool old Shakespearean actor. We got to get... Uh, Anthony Hopkins to play Odin. You know, it's it, it, the, the you know, actors. It's a great example yeah, of that is Superman. Yeah, sure, it's Henry Cavill right now. Anybody could be Superman, but anybody <laughs> could be Superman if you're just built right and you have the right yeah. attitude and confidence about yourself. And we've yes. seen that with Christopher Reeves. We've seen that with Brandon Roth. We've seen that with Henry Cavill. And yeah. I can't pronounce his name, but Tyler. And I can't pronounce that last name. Oh, Hoshin. Yeah, he, I don't... he makes an amazing Superman. I, yeah. Like, for a character whose face is openly visible at all yeah. times, he's probably one of the most interchangeable characters I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I'm still I'm still waiting for my Superman. I, I really liked Ralph. I like Cavill, but I haven't seen him do anything Superman-y. But, like, I'm still, like, I think, waiting. Because I don't... I like Tyler Hoffman. You don't Huff. think leaving Huff. his dad to die in a tornado was Superman-y? No. no I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, let's not start. But, uh... <laughs> I like Tyler Hochton, whatever the hell his name is. He's, I like he Tyler. Does an I really think you should watch. He's that great, show. but he does. But for me, his face doesn't look like Superman. I, I'll give you that. It does look a little off, but he, little, everything it's, about it's him, Superman. other than yeah. I, either, either way, all right. Yeah. So anyway. but I feel like we're. I, I think that the leading men generation is not over. I think no. that it's just it's a gross simplification. It's like when you know people think that like Marvel movies kill cinema. It's like no, it's just one movie. You know. Oh yeah, Marvel movies kill cinema. They change the franchise. No, the people chasing money are following that trend now and they will follow whatever the trend is. Exactly. You know, yeah. there were two volcano movies in the same summer. That's what I mean. The, there's <laughs> always the trend setting makes a bank amount of money, but there's still always going to be indie movies and, right. and the like. I watched a great movie yesterday. Kill me, kill me three times. I want to say, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know that movie. I know that was great. About. It was like three years old. And I'm like, why didn't I ever hear about this? This movie was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. But, uh, but yeah, I think Matt's off on this one. Sorry, Matty. 
All right, next up on our topic here, Scott Snyder has finished his time at DC, or his main time, and is off making his own indie comic under Best Jacket Press. Yes. Uh, he's, we have the Demons, Barnstormers, Dudley, Dotson, and the Forever Machine Canary, Duck and Cover, Clear, Night of the Ghoul, and Book of Evil. All these books will be available to anyone with a Comixology Unlimited membership and can also be bought individually. Yep. Um, okay, so I'm a big fan of Scott Snyder's writing. Yes. And we know him personally, and I, not to humble, but he's called us <laughs> friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have his cell phone numbers in our phones. <laughs> but I will say, doing my job appropriately, yeah. this is a ballsy move. I think so, too. Yeah, he launched a- eight books under... Uh, he must have secured one hell of a deal with Comixology to, to go yeah. in with this. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to read probably five all of, of them <laughs> I, don't, I will not say i'll read all of them i will not say that okay i i yeah i might i might read them all but i'm not gonna guarantee i'm gonna read them all right <laughs> fair okay um this is ballsy though to leave yeah. your i mean he's, he's pretty much set at this point he's scott snyder but to take it and make eight books not just do one indie like noctera or yeah. go do witches eight right. at the same time <laughs> with top tier talent too yeah that's like uh, when Todd McFarlane relaunched Spawn. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. also a ballsy move to be like, yes. I'm relaunching Spawn, and there's five Spawn books. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's true. It's true. With, with, up, with talent you know. Uh, not, the, the new ones haven't come out yet. Okay, We're still okay. waiting on that one. Because I don't think these have come out yet either. Scott Snyder's pushed no. on his own? No, no, no. No, not yet. But uh, but soon. And, I will uh, say I'm yeah. excited for this because I do like his indie work more than I like his Batman work, and I love his Batman work. So Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I, I kicked the stand. Oh, the well, they're good. At, at least yeah. it's, uh, you know, fixable. Well, it's all cranked down. I just tapped it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I loved, I can't wait to see it. And it's it's such a brilliant move. This is what this is what you do. This is modern comics personified. Yeah, it when is. you are a big name in the industry, your job is to blow up a character, build an audience, Bring a quarter of that audience to the indie to the indie scene. <laughs> make a property or eight. Sell them all to Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, everybody. Yeah, you got to Mark Miller this up. And I mean, it's the exact reason Scott's why doing. Tynan is making like a dozen characters in Batman. He's open one yeah. of them sticks. Well, he, the reality he wants is a second punchline. That's what he wants. <laughs> yeah, all he needs is well. That's why. Yeah, Tynan has created I think eight or nine original characters that have like a superhero name. And a costume that could appear in any CW show and would pay his rent for the next 20 years. Yeah. One uh, character. His eight. The uh, Luna was asking which one. He has eight of them coming out yeah. under the Best Jacket Press line. So if yeah. you're listening to this or watching this, I, I'll name them off again. But if you miss it a second time, Google Scott Snyder Best Jacket Press. Okay? Yeah. The titles are... We have Demons, Barnstormers, Dudley Dotson and the Forever Machine, Canary, Duck and Cover, Clear, Night of the Ghoul, and The Book of Evil. Yep. Now, I will say before, I've had, I've had friends in the industry that asked my opinion on various things. Uh, uh, and one individual was uh, Dinesh, the owner of uh, Bad Idea. Bad Idea. Who pitched me the Bad Idea concept like yep. five years ago. And I straight up said, sounds terrible. I don't think it'll yeah. sell at all. And nope. it's doing amazing, so I'm not accurate <laughs> on a lot of my theories here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think it's ballsy to go eight in all at one time. That's I think so too. And he's uh he's he's doing the um it's digital exclusive, but the physical versions will be done through Dark Horse. Okay. And Dark Horse that, needs something, man. <laughs> and that's that's the thing, right? Is that Dark Horse probably I'll bet that Scott quietly 
privately put the publishing rights out to bid, and boom, image, uh, IDW probably all put in their 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 pitches, and Dark Horse was like, "I will double whoever is your highest offer." Dark, I mean, Dark Horse lost Star Wars and they lost a bunch of other properties, yep. so they need Aliens, something. Predator. They lost everything, so it's like yeah. now what the hell are they going to do? Now they're going to publish all of Snyder's books, and I believe he said it, but I don't know that for a fact. But I'll bet Amazon has right of first refusal for adaptation of every single one of them. I th- yeah, I think he mentioned that, but you might be wrong. Mm-hmm. But all right, let's move on to the next topic here. I mean, I don't think we have much more to say other than we're probably no. going to end up. I-, I will guarantee at least five. Probably get up reading all of them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Netflix Sandman Season 1 details are released. The first season will be focused on the first two graphic novels, Preludes and Nocturnes, and The Doll's House. No official yes. release date yet. That's cool. Yeah, good. I I'm mean, not you know. the world's biggest Sandman fan. I read mm-hmm. that first volume, and I was like, I don't see the hype. And I just dropped it. So oh. I, uh, I'm finally I appreciate admitting what it is. that. I've always just kind of avoided Sandman topics. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I I appreciate it. It's it's one of those things where I I appreciate Sandman for what it is. But I think it's a I think it's I honestly feel like Sandman's a property that's cemented in the '90s, and I think ad- adapting Sandman is a bad idea. Yeah. That's that's the issue with a lot of these like '90s things. They're like yeah. a, a great example of that is Lobo. Everyone loves Lobo, but he's a very <laughs> '90s character. I mean, exactly. I love Lobo too, but now we have a three-issue Superman versus Lobo book coming out. Right? right? <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for my Concrete series from Dark Horse Comics. If we're gonna bring back all the '90s properties, where's my Concrete? Where's my Strangers in Paradise? I you know Terry Moore wants that show. Where's Strangers in Paradise? The show. Come on. <laughs> Scud the Disposable Assassin animated series produced by Donald Glover. Call me. I got great ideas. All right. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got, despite aiming for R rating, Black Adam's going to be a PG-13 to maximize the audience potential. Duh. I, I mean, I don't even need to read the rest of this, honestly, because w- I it would never be an R. No. You have Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson. The Rock? And as the villain, the who's got his own movie, fine. But he is a villain in the Shazam universe, a series right. in which kids get together and power up. Yeah. Who thought this would be R? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently somebody, because despite aiming for an R. <laughs> yeah, right? Polygon thought it. Good for them. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to move on to the next one, because yeah. I, I didn't think anything of this. No. It's... I'll, I'll, Dan wrote the rest of it that the Dark Knight was PG-13, but you never felt like they were sacrificing the dark tone. That's true. That's true. But you don't go to superhero movies looking for the R. If it just happens to have it, it's just a little bit more fun, I think, in my opinion. Right? But yeah. It's like, just kind of like, Deadpool well, it's, it's intriguing. It's like, oh, yeah. why? Yeah. But I mean, it, it, Deadpool, I think Deadpool would have been fine as a PG-13 or an R. Yeah. I will say, apparently, according to Dan, Dwayne The Rock Johnson wanted it to be R, and that's why people thought it was R. Maybe. I was like, yeah, right. Well, Jungle Cruise, I think not. Oh, I got to watch that. <laughs> I do. I want to see Jungle Cruise. Sweet. Well, I'm sure Emily Blunt will appreciate it because I think she's also suing Disney. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Exactly. Uh, the late Chadwick Boseman voices T'Challa in four episodes of What If? Yep. Kevin Feige was the first to reveal that Bozeman recorded multiple episodes of the series before his death from colon cancer last August, making this show his final performance as T'Challa in Wakanda. As T'Challa of Wakanda. The first episode he will be in will be in August 11th, episode two, with what if T'Challa became Star Lord of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Great idea. Which I think is the only one where he headlines. I think he's just a, ca- a cameo in the others. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So. Cool. Uh, and now what I think will probably be our biggest one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Scarlett next- Johansson has sued Disney for breaching contract in regards to Black Widow. Yes. The next one, yeah, we already did that. We'll talk about that in a minute, but we already yeah. did that. All right. Uh, stating that the contract promised a theatrical release only and her payment was based off those box office numbers. However, Disney has decided to breach this contract and re- release the movie simultaneously at premiere access on Disney+, Plus, ultimately decreasing the money that Johnson made through the movie. A yep. lot of back and forth has occurred since it was filed. Uh, ultimately, the lawsuit may shape the future of movie payment contracts. So Disney's counter is that she yeah. made more money off of the residuals from Disney+. Plus. Right. To which Kevin Feige countered with, why did they come out and say anything? She's our highest grossing actress. Yeah. Why are you publicly arguing with her? Right. <laughs> because that's Disney's MO. Disney's yeah. job is to fight any lawsuit with a countersuit and defamation campaign. I have no, I, I have no sympathy for Disney at all. No, not at all. Um, now, we talked about this briefly on a different episode of our show here, Absolutely Marvel in DC, yeah. where you can go watch that at the channel on YouTube, Absolutely Marvel in DC. But I want to go de- much deeper into it here. Let's so it. she's losing what she's claiming is to be like 20 or $30 million or something right, like that. Right, right, right. The problem I have with this is it's literally a woman who's worth millions. Yes. Arguing about more millions. Right. <laughs> it's just silly, and it's on a level that us, the common man, cannot understand at all. <laughs> I mean, here, here's the thing. She's done being Black Widow. Right. So for her, this may be it. You know, like, the, I'm not going to be in any more movies that make a billion. And Robert Downey Jr. got insane bank oh, by yeah. being part of these kind of contracts for Avengers movies and appearances. So for her, as an entrepreneur, because it's not just... Scarlett Johansson. It's also Scarlett Johansson, TM, and copyright. She's a brand. She's like, I want to get that percentage. Scarlett Johansson's an actor. She probably wants to be in a bunch of stuff, like that movie where she yells at Adam Driver. And (laughs) Well, I also think it's a part of it. I I actually think it's kind of a petty thing, too. And I would totally do this. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You just mentioned something that made me think about this. Robert Derrida Jr. got banged for his Avengers. So did Chris Evans. So did everyone. Right. Who didn't get a solo movie where she would have made bank when that was a thing? Exactly. That's that's a that's a completely valid point. Is that yeah. they and they drag their feet for arbitrary dumb reasons to not make a Black Widow movie, and to the point where the Black Widow movie is literally set during a time when they should have made a Black Widow movie. It was the best time. If you were going to do her origin, do that one. But yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think that you're absolutely right. That uh, you know what, I think I, th- I think I'm I'm on her side when it comes to like, go for it. You know, get that money because I, Disney's made of it and they owe it to you. If they if if you breach the contract, you pay the penalty. Not only that, but I also feel like th- this because we we were discussing this how Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are also suing on this. Matter. Yes, that's right. This is like a game changer in the industry. And if they yeah. don't, if the actors and actresses don't fight back for their twenty million bonus that they probably don't <laughs> even give a shit about, sure, you're gonna let Disney and Paramount and all these companies walk all over you. They're gonna yeah. go, hey, we're just making streaming services now, so deal with that. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're a content farm. Go make something for us. And it's yeah. like, yeah. No, I, 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 I hear you, and I'm on board. Like, go for it. You know what? I mean, I, do I think that it will open the door for a lot of nonsense? Yeah. Do I think that it will hopefully... I mean, the, the thing is, the film industry doesn't change without 
significant upheaval and ego. And so I feel like, you know what? Maybe we'll see something better out of this. Like maybe actors kicking in the doors at studios and being like, we're the reason people go see your movies. Yeah. Well, I think this actually goes back to the argument that Matt Damon made about leading men and women being over. Right, right. Because I think that's what they're pushing here. Scarlett yeah. Johan- yeah, you're Black Widow. We don't care. We literally made Yelena Belova the new one. Exactly. <laughs> we have a new Black Widow. We don't need you anymore. And it's like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a good point, but it's also only a good point for that specific thing. Like, superhero movies are big. They do make the most money right now. Right now. Yeah. But they're not the only thing out there. And they're not the only thing people watch. And they're not the only thing you do. You know? There are there are other options out there, and I feel like if you're you know if you're trading in billions, you know just honor the deal. You know if you if you promised a certain that's amount. That's why I don't understand the argument behind this whole thing at this point because they're like, right? well, she's like, I think I've lost twenty million. Why isn't Disney just throwing the money at her and just calling it good? Well, she's worked with them for like eleven years. Yeah, on that front, that should have been a that should have been. Here's the thing: if you publicly do that, you are basically leaving yourself open to a torrent of uh, frivolous lawsuits or maybe even justifiable lawsuits, but you're still opening, you're painting a target on your back. Yeah. I'm sure that actually I'm not sure because here's the thing. It's all played for politics, right? Like it's all a theater in its own way. You know, she publicly makes a statement. Disney makes a public statement. Kevin Feige makes a public statement. All of it's used to play against each other. We saw the same thing when Spider-Man was suddenly out of the MCU. Yeah. And it was just, they were all playing with each other and using us as the bargaining chips to try and like curry favor. I feel like this is also part of her tactic where she's like, if I had gone to Feige personally, you know, if I emailed him or talked to him and said, I kind of got screwed here. Yeah. It's been 11 years. I think just write me, just cut me a check. A, he would have cut her a check, but B, I don't think she believes or she would believe that that was the case. So I could see her being like, there's no way that A, they'll take it personally because it's all business and B, that they would just treat me like a human being. So I've got to play the game. I got to go out there and be like, I'm suing Disney. And Disney has to go like, we're being sued. How dare you? Yeah. You know, meanwhile, you have made then, more money from Premiere. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, like lawyers are going to business tables and just having and hashing it out. All right. We, you know, she want she was, she's entitled to $20 million. What are we going to do that's going to make this go away? And it just, <laughs> and just work it out. And meanwhile, you know, Scarlett will get a, a memo from her lawyer that says, like, uh, soften it up a little bit or harden it up a little bit. You know, play hardball. Like, really, really dig into them. Uh, you know, or Disney being like, you know, uh, walk back a couple of those comments or push them forward, you know, just to, just to negotiate even further and use us as bargaining chips for it. I, I, I Yeah, I think that uh, it's, it's all theater, but... But the reality is she is actually entitled to money. Like, if yeah. it's money that is owed for box office and the box office was impacted, I mean, the reality is it was impacted by the pandemic and the fact that Disney spent trillions to develop a competing streaming service. And so as such, they're trying to justify it and, you know, leverage it during this period of the hopeful back end of the pandemic. So I, you know, every Disney is the most wrong. Scarlet is the most right. But at the same time, you are right about 
the whole thing where we're talking about millionaires and billionaires here and who gives a crap about any of them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. then, I, like, at the end of the day, in all honesty, I don't care if she wins or if Disney wins. I don't care if Disney walks all over actors and actresses anymore because you know what? At the end of the day, I'm not buddies with Scarlett Johansson. I'm not buddies with Chris Evans. No. And you know what? Maybe they're getting screwed by the, all of these pandemic deals. Right. They're also walking away with, like, $50 million and, yeah. like... If someone were to go, Benny, here's $50 million, I would invest $49 million and live off a million. Like, yeah, yeah. All like, I need is a couple. I just yeah, need, that's what I mean. Like, I think I think it's three. Th- I, if, I, if I threw three into a high-interest money market account, i just live comfortably for the rest of my life. I, I was reading something. If you can get 500000 into a high-interest money market account, you get 20000 a year. Yeah. And I, you could live off that. I mean, I would, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. not saying you'd be living like a king. But Hell, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd but be yeah. going to the what's it uh the what's the shop for the 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 gas station for the Kevin Smith movie? Oh, Quick Stop. Quick Stop. You going to Quick Stop every day? <laughs> right. I, I no, that would be a long commute. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, here's the thing: I don't shop at Whole Foods, you know. And if I did, yeah. and I was making a free twenty million, twenty thousand dollars, like yeah, I'd stop shopping at Whole Foods. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's like when I first got out of the army, and like my my money was the part time gig at GameStop and my army VA money. Exactly. And I was like, all right, Natalie, so we're gonna have three nights of box pasta, uh, and I'm gonna play video games all week. And, right. pretty much, and that's that's my life now <laughs> yeah right exactly exactly but i mean the the funny thing is for people like scarlett johansson she's like i mean you know like i'm an actor in my 30s and i'm a woman i'm gonna have to either play a witch for the next 10 years <laughs> you know or i'm gonna get paid now and get to pick and choose what i'm gonna be in like yeah. now Scarlett Johansson, like if she's given like the sever, basically what she's doing, she's leveraging for a severance from Disney because she's leaving the role. She's not guaranteed Avengers movies anymore. And the reality is she was probably entitled to friggin' back end deals anyway, because she's been in all of them. Yeah. I need I do think a- all of them. I think all of the movies. Right. Except for the space ones or spider ones. But yeah, like she is, you know, she's, she's building up this nest egg. So I don't have to do the next Anne Hathaway, which is her, you know, jerks movie. And instead, is that I a can, movie, Witches or jerks. It's just, they're all, they're all that, right? Like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the way you said that, I was like, wait, is that something? You know, it's like, Oh, like I'm i I'm young and I'm just starting in Hollywood. And here's the woman who was just starting Hollywood 10 years ago. And she's old and a witch because she's in her mid thirties. <laughs> like you're not wrong. It, it does always seem to go that way. It's so stupid, but like this way, she doesn't have to do she doesn't, have to, she doesn't have to work. You know, she yeah. can choose to be. Well, I don't think in, she has to work already, Sal. I don't think she's like living paycheck to paycheck well, here. Yeah, she, <laughs> I, I, no, it's true. But now she's guaranteed it. Like the like, yes, yes, she. And I, I think I said like earlier, she's the highest grossing actress of her of her you know generation. But you know, number one, that doesn't translate to highest paid actor. But um, number two, how long is that going to last? You know, yeah. they're not really giving her. Uh, Lucy movies anymore you know it's like oh there's already a Lucy replacement I just saw it on Amazon Prime Jolt (laughs) cool it's the concept (laughs) of Lucy but occasionally she just gets amped with power so it's like Crank meets Lucy yeah that's what it looks like cool (laughs) who's 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 Jolt Uh, I don't know Dan who's Jolt look it up (laughs) yeah what actor plays Jolt is it a woman it's a woman yeah no it's a woman alright cool that's why I said it's Lucy meets Crank. Right, is. right. All right. 
Dope. You, you know, know what maybe she be. uses? Maybe she uses G Fuel, our sponsor for today's episode. Hey. Use the code COMICS at checkout to get yourself some deals off on your G Fuel and become Jolt. Uh, looks like ah. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, there you go. Well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Why? Because Kate Beckinsale is in movies like Jolt. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but see, Dan here's the thing. Is this Scar- Scarlet Trans like, I'm not going Kate Beckinsale. You know, my husband isn't a, fa- isn't a director who inexplicably gets movies and franchises. Oh, what, what's that? Uh, what's the girl that played the one of Resident Evil? Melia Jovovich? Melia Jovovich, yeah. She, every movie she's ever in is Paul her w. husband's Anderson. director. <laughs> yeah, Kate Beckinsale, same deal. It's, uh, it's Greg Wiesman, I think. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Underworld. So, so what I'm hearing is I need to become an, a director and just hire my wife to play the female leads. Bingo. <laughs> okay, do you want to be my male lead in all my movies? Hell yeah, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get, get ready for some confused people in the audience. This guy can't be the star, right? Who, who's, who's, who's this dude? Why? And he's a blue werewolf meets vampire man now. I'm just thinking of Underworld. I've only seen the one. Anyway, you know, you know, more power to you, Johansson. Good for you. Keep it up. You're good. She's a good actor. I hope she gets it. I, don't I hope know, she gets I her payday. Looking still. It's okay. I think we got it, Dan. It's Kate Beckinsale. You're good. Yeah. Thumbs up, me. Okay, he's good. Yeah. I'll be. <laughs> somebody mentioned I'll be the. I'll be like your Johnny Depp. Yes, I'll be the Johnny Depp to your Tim Burton. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. I've got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy. He's yeah, no. Oh, so so Tim, we're making another movie. It's great. I you know, we got a list of actors. I got a guy. And I got a girl. It's called The Girl I Married. Too. <laughs> and and it's all gonna be in puppets. Oh <laughs> for a change. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. You're a true artist. Um, all right, well, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Venom did drop its trailer. We have a full discussion on it, which was like 25 minutes long yes. over on Absolutely Marvel and DC. We did air it live right here on Twitch, so you can just go to the beginning of this video and just watch us discuss it. So nobody's missing out, guys. No. Unless you're listening on Spotify, in which I apologize. Let there be <laughs> carnage. <laughs> uh, the overall impression was we enjoyed it. So yeah, we thought it was cool. looks dope. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a short episode today. I thought, I thought we'd talk about the... The Scarlet Scarlet Johansson Johansson thing a lot well then longer. it turned out like actually it doesn't really matter we're looking at rich people arguing with each other and it's like yeah. oh sh- it turns out I don't care about any of them <laughs> exactly I don't, I'm not her friend I'm not <laughs> here like man Scarlett and, you've really yeah. got boned by Kevin Feige and Disney right? I and think I, you should tweet something <laughs> and here's the thing if I like I love this show but if I were Scarlett Johansson's friend I wouldn't be on the show true yeah I'd be exactly. busy <laughs> I'd be very busy <laughs> Scarlet, what are we gonna do today? Oh my God, Sal, go away, go, <laughs> leave me alone. That's cool. I'll just hang out at your house. It's, it doesn't matter. Whatever we're doing. The fridge is stocked, right? Like Doctor yeah. Diet Coke, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh God, that'd be awesome. Are you kidding me? Now I want to be Scarlet Johansson's friend. She seems cool. <laughs> oh, I don't think I could be her friend. Right? In all honesty. Think about this for a moment. Just, it, it's just, I've stressed these episodes up, but think about this for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Could you be an actress's friend who you've seen naked in various mm. movies? Yeah. I'm, I'm friends with women I've dated, you know? That's true. I mean, I guess in the long run, yeah. So Okay, could, could you be friends with women that you've visualized in inappropriate situations? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I've, I've been in inappropriate situations with them. It's even worse. Okay, all right. I, you know, I guess you're right. I guess you're right, yeah. You know, but, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. No, if, if it's a, t- yeah. You have an opportunity to be friends with Scarlett Johansson, but you have seen movies where she's naked in them yeah. and you've enjoyed them. <laughs> That's a good way to word it. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'd definitely still be friends with you. Are you kidding me? I just wouldn't bring it up. It wouldn't be one of those things where it's yeah. like, you know, 
I've seen you totally naked. Uh, so for the record, uh, when you were in that movie where you were the alien and you were butt yeah, and naked walking around, uh, you got a mole in your left ass cheek. Right. Uh, you should probably check I really zoomed in. Out. It looked like it might be problematic. Yeah. Uh, I was doing it for your own health. Right. <laughs> She's like, yeah, everyone knows that. I don't know if you know this. I was in a movie where I was naked. Everyone saw that mole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. But... Uh, Anyway. All right, well, this has been a weird ending to Absolute uh, Absolute Comics. Uh, yeah. My name is Benny. That is Sal. Check us out on our channel, Absolutely Marvel at DC, or thank you for listening on your favorite podcast listening device or on the YouTube side or here on Twitch. Don't forget, this show is funded by your Twitch subs, twitch.tv slash comicstorian, and it's funded by you guys going over to G Fuel and using our code COMICS at checkout to, get, uh, to support our sponsor and get it moving there. You guys are awesome. We appreciate all the hard work you guys do by showing up and watching this. Uh, If you didn't watch it, the show wouldn't exist. So thank you so much. And we'll see you at the next episode of Absolute Comics.